Thou art a Lord, art thou not? Bearer of the dark sigil and our Lord of Hollows. For the time thou remainst a Lord, we of Londor shall serve thee. And I, of course, am also thine. What does it mean to be the Lord of Hollows? And how does that work? Sleep well, and allow me to weave you a tale of darkness and humanity, and the one who would preside over it all. Since the day the first flame roared to life and disparity was created, the dark vied to assert dominance over the light. The Age of Fire was always meant to simply precede the Age of Dark, oft referred to as the Age of Man. As during the Age of Fire, the gods and those akin to them were at the height of their power and ruled over the land, strength provided to them by the flame. But as the flames waned, so too did their strength. And as the age of dark dawned, the power shifted to those born of the dark, to humanity. Thus began Lord Gwyn's long-running conspiracy, where he told the world that fire was the answer, and that the dark would doom them all. So, as the first age of dark settled, Gwyn linked the flame himself, and brought the world back to the beginning of the Age of Fire, where the gods and their kin were once again powerful. And that was only the beginning of a countless number of people linking the flame whenever the dark crept upon the precipice of succeeding the fire. For the most part, everyone was on board with this plan, as they bought into Lord Gwyn's lies. But there was one individual who didn't buy into the charade, who understood that humanity needed to take their rightful place of power within the Age of Dark. And that was the primordial serpent Darkstalker Koth. Though several other primordial serpents are seen to be working in league with Koth, none of them have been named as far as we know, so we'll press on assuming that Koth was the mastermind behind this movement. When it became clear that the gods would not give up their Age of Fire willingly, Koth knew that humanity would need a champion, a Dark Lord, or Lord of Hollows, whichever term you prefer, but they're both essentially the exact same thing. A human meant to bring about the Age of Dark, by any means necessary, since the gods would ultimately try to prevent it. Koth began his plans with Manus, the primeval man and prime candidate for Dark Lord. Unfortunately, we know how that story goes. Manus lost his mind, likely getting his emotions involved, and his humanity went wild. The Abyss began swallowing Ulysseel, 
and so on and so forth. Koth then turned his eyes to the four kings of New Londo and incited a covenant with them and their people. This covenant was known as the Dark Wraiths, and Koth granted them the art of life drain, which was said to be the legendary power of the Dark Lord, and allowed them to sap humanity from other humans to keep their own replete, which seems harsh, but was necessary for the sake of truly bringing in an Age of Dark. And it's a trend we'll see continue, even as far as the time of Lothric. The idea that sacrifices are a necessary evil to empower the Lord of Hollows. Ultimately, the Four Kings and the Dark Wraiths would be thwarted when the city of New Londo was flooded to contain the spread of the Abyss. Time would go on and the Age of Fire would be continuously rekindled, effectively killing off the dark time and again. Koth would then meet three sisters, and these sisters would establish the Sable Church of Londor, potentially the last Hail Mary at producing a Lord of Hollows. Which is exactly what you can pursue as the Unkindled One in Dark Souls 3, but it requires a very specific sigil and some ceremony. To become the Lord of Hollows, you first have Yol of Londor draw out your true strength, essentially branding you with a dark sign as you collect a dark sigil. A gaping black hole seeping with humanity and filled by the accumulation of the curse. This is what I believe is the entire key to becoming the Lord of Hollows, or rather becoming powerful enough to become the Lord of Hollows. After collecting all the dark sigils Joel has to offer, one of the three sisters responsible for creating the Sable Church steps in on his behalf. Yuria of Londor tells the would-be Lord of Hollows their destiny to become a monarch of the dark, to usher in an age of man, to propel humanity to their rightful seat of power. But before the first flame can be usurped, the Lord of Hollows must be joined in wedlock with Henri of Astora. Though the weddings of Londor are quite unorthodox. In this wedding ceremony, the Lord of Hollows impales Henri with the sword of a vow, effectively taking Henri's dark sigils within themselves. Then, and only then, is the Lord of Hollows ready to march upon the first flame, empowered by the Dark Sigils, which again is the key to this whole thing. Consider this, 
the only other being, with an ending that includes resting the flame from its mantle, is when we convince the firekeeper to betray the flame. So we summon her to do the deed. And it has to be her, because firekeepers, as we know, are a draw for infinite humanity. So the reason we'd need the firekeeper in the first place is because we simply lack the amount of humanity necessary to overpower the flame. Which makes the Dark Sigils the entire and only plan the Sable Church has as a means to usurp the flame. teasing out your true strength just wasn't enough, so a matter of ceremony had to forerun the Lord of Hollows reaching the kiln, because infinite humanity is one thing, the Lord of Hollows would need a close to endless amount of supply as well, and the only answer was hoarding dark sigils. Which goes back to the idea Koth had from the beginning with the power of life drain and sucking humanity out of others. Because only an overwhelming amount of dark can snuff out the flame. An experiment we've likely already seen failed before in the eldest sister of the Sable Church, Elfrida, who herself is unkindled meaning at some point she had some sort of direct contact with the first flame. And if the black church's agenda is any indication, she probably tried to become the Lord of Hollows with her dark sigils. And when it failed, the church knew that the true Lord would need more. So the Lord of Hollows isn't uniquely anyone special. It's essentially just someone with an incredible amount of humanity, who I suppose, unlike Manus, didn't allow it to consume them and go wild. So Koth and the Sable Church found their candidate and set them on the path of gathering as many of the Dark Sigils as they could until it was enough to rip the first flame from its mantle, allowing it to truly die out, as the Lord of Hollows heralds in the first Age of Dark, without any embers or resemblance of a flame left to rekindle.